Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Ways to Live podcast. Um, you're lucky, I almost started the episode with, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but I didn't, I decided not to do that. You have no idea how hard it is to start a podcast episode. Like I listen back on some of my episodes and I'm like, I sounded dead. Like I sounded, I was like, I was asleep. I didn't know what was going on. And so, but then sometimes I'm like, Kate, I got to have more pep in my step. And I say like, hey guys. And I'm like, oh no, that was terrible. So just give me a little grace. All right. And now that I've pointed it out to you, like, please just don't judge me. Okay. Well, welcome to a Tuesday morning. (laughs) Shoot okay we're gonna keep going we're keeping rolling um I hope you woke up on the right side of the bed we this is our third time recording this we didn't get very far in but for some reason like my app kept shutting down that I record this on and it erased our episode every time so thank heavens we weren't like an hour in but we're gonna get started um I'm here with Josh happy Tuesday everybody and we're going to be talking about the right mindset you need to have in order to achieve your goals. Um, I really want to say this all with a grain of salt, if you will. Um, I actually took kind of a break from personal development, like not totally. I still worked on being a good person and being better, but I used to consume personal development podcasts like multiple daily and like read books, self-help like person I liked that stuff a lot and then and then we had like a really rough pregnancy and I was on bed rest and then I had a baby and postpartum like really hit me and we weren't sleeping and I was like okay um I can't accomplish anything like I am in survival mode I am trying to heal from trauma and so yeah like when you are trying to achieve your goals and everything, you really have to take your life circumstances into account and be like, is this, you know, am I at a point right now where I want to do this? And like, am I putting unnecessary pressure on myself to get something done? Or like, is the most important thing that I'm doing right now, is it just taking care of a baby? Or is it staying healthy? Or, you know, like, what really don't add unnecessary pressure to your life and that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today but I really wanted to make sure that I hit that so just at the beginning like moms seriously keep that in mind don't say that you're going to start a business and make thousands of dollars a month if you're just if you're just trying to sleep through the night okay if you're just trying to take a nap because you feel like you can't Okay, wow, I'm going on a rant, but you know what I you know what I mean. So, as always, have compassion on yourself and take it easy. But if you're ready to, you know, take another step, if you're ready to kick it up a notch, um, yeah, like yeah, then do it. Then let's do it. Okay, that's where I feel like I'm at right now. I think last year I was operating a lot out of the mindset of okay, wow. I've got to really get my ducks in a row so I can explain to you guys what I want to explain. But basically, I got a life coach and this started a little over a month ago and I've already learned so much and I can explain to you guys why I got a life coach. But 
something that he had us do was he had us look at, you know, what we accomplished last year. And he also had us pick, like, if you could have values for, like, last year, like, assign them to last year. Like, what do you think you valued most last year? And I think one my top value was seriously, like, comfort. So, you know, I was doing things so that I could feel, like, not stressed. I did not want to feel stressed. I didn't want to feel um anxiety or anything like that so like I would do what I had to do to like you know feel like I a good person like I was getting stuff done but also I don't really feel like I was pushing myself outside my comfort zone that much just because like I couldn't handle it last year um but at the end of the year I started feeling like you know what like okay I'm ready to start like I'm ready to start kicking it into gear a little bit more and I think I can accomplish more things and I think that I'm ready to get outside my comfort zone and so yeah um I don't think it's a bad thing that comfort was my like number one thing but I don't want that for this year like I so we're going to talk about that today we're going to talk about you know your values for this year and how to get there but in order to get there you have to know where you are also just so you guys know, we were going to do like a little recap on what we think of The Bachelorette at the beginning of this episode, but I just kind of got into this crazy rant just barely. So in order to stay on topic, we will do that at the end. Does that sound good? And remember, Josh is still here. I'm still here, guys. And I'm listening and enjoying every second of this. Oh, okay, cool. So let's let's jump in. First of all, you might be wondering why did I get a life coach? So if you have been listening to the podcast, I recently interviewed Preston Pugmire and Preston is someone that I have listened to on his podcast for probably since 2017. I think is when I first started listening to his podcast. I knew that he was a life coach and I've also, I know people that he has coached and I've just seen so many cool things from them. And so I knew like this guy's powerful and he also just invests in himself. Um, I think he has amazing family values too. And so I just, and I, and he's from Rexburg and you know, I think it's really cool when my, from my little hometown, when there's so many cool entrepreneurs coming out of there that are doing big things. And so I'm really excited to be a part of his program. I'm doing like the group coaching. So we have a call once a week and I get on with some lovely people and we talk and it's awesome. It's so great. I just felt like I needed to invest in that if I wanted you guys to be invested in me almost, if that makes sense. Like I can't be lifting you guys up if I'm not getting lifted up. So that's why I did it. I wanted to do it for you guys. I wanted to do it for me. I wanted to do it for my family. And so, yeah, that's why I got a life coach. Preston asked us a question last week where he said, what do you guys feel like you have to contribute to society, to your families, to your friends? What do you feel like you have to do in order to feel validated, in order to feel like they think that you're cool, in order to feel like worthy, you know, of love and appreciation and you know or whatever you want and I 
like really internalize that question and the answers that I got out of it were really crazy and I realized why I kind of felt like crap almost um so I realized that I had this really high bar for myself and I thought that my family or my friends or even like my following wouldn't think that I was very cool or that I couldn't add a lot of value unless I was making a lot of money. And I have a part-time job, but I I don't have like a monetized business right now. And, you know, I'd like to make money in the future from a business, but the fact that I was putting all this unnecessary stress on myself to be making money, and I was subconsciously doing this, to like be making a lot of money when I wasn't even like, I don't even have a way to do that right now. I just, I feel so bad for my past self. But now I was like, no wonder, like I feel so, I, I felt so bad. I was saying that I'm not really worth anything unless I did that. And I also was telling myself like, I have to have a career that gives me purpose or like, you know, my life isn't as, isn't what it, it should be or something. And I feel like I, I needed to feel like Jeter was engaged and like learning all the time. Something that I have a hard time with is when I feel like I just don't want Jeter to be bored, which is like, that's bad. Like you need to let your kids be bored. But I wanted him to feel like he had things to do and like he was, um, yeah, just basically like he was engaged a lot. Um, I felt like I needed to be in shape. I felt like I wanted my parents to be proud of like whatever I was doing and sometimes when you're like a stay-at-home mom being a stay-at-home mom there is so much to be proud of in just being a stay-at-home mom nothing else taking care of kids and they are fed if they're like happy and the family and the home is surviving there is so like if you are a parent to someone who is doing that a child please tell them how proud you are of them because seriously they're like you do not be need to be making money you don't need to have a career you don't need you have you if that's what you're choosing to do you are doing it you know like there's so much to be said so the fact that I was putting all this pressure on myself I'm like what the heck so what I need you to do right now is ask yourself, what, ha- what have you been telling yourself that you need to do in order to feel accepted, value, um, like get approval, or like you're cool enough, right? What, what do you feel like you need to do in order to get that? Let's just pause for a second. Just think. Just think for a second. All right, so um, I was talking to Josh about this earlier, and I wanted him to say something about it. Oh, just kind of like what he feels like he had to contribute, and yeah, I think Josh is good at this. He's a lot better. I I don't think his stress might be as maybe it, it probably is as big, but I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I don't think my stress is as big as <laughs> you, you think it is, but I definitely have have had those moments where I felt like I needed to be the most efficient, best person at my office, or I needed to be, you know, the most in shape person in my family or, or in my friend group and stuff, just because I felt like 
you know, I had something to contribute to my group of friends and stuff, you know, where I felt like, you know, maybe I was one step ahead of my friends for, in some way, shape, or form. And I was just trying to find ways to do that. And I realized, I'm like, that's stupid. I'm like, I don't need to be, try to one-up the people in my life that's not healthy for me. And I'm starting to kind of try to like figure out how not to do that and to just be satisfied with where I am I am, and just realize that all my motivation should come through self-motivation rather than trying to provide sheer value to people just because of, of what I'm trying to do. Does that make sense? Totally. So I love this because like I, I did communications, right? And in, in college and one thing that they talked about, something that men really want in in a conversation women are looking for connection and men really like to build rapport so if you notice with like your your boyfriends or your husband or something like they really like to talk about what they're doing for work and they like to kind of tell like the best thing that they're doing or like cool people that they're meeting and it's just something that men do like you build rapport and I think that like what Josh is saying here is basically like you he's he wanted to just seem like he was doing something great almost and and that's how we all are I think the majority of people are that way um and I don't think Josh and and the thing is too like none of the things that he said are bad things like being in shape isn't a bad thing being really efficient and an asset to wherever you work it's not a bad thing but and neither are the goals that I really had, like having, you know, making money and doing those things. Those are not bad things. But when it's it's coming, those goals are coming from like, you don't think that people will think that you're good enough until they see you doing those things. Then that's where it's at. That's where you have to switch it. So basically, I love my life coach. He always says like, F that noise. And he just says, get, get that noise out of your head. And basically he made us redo, you know, what we felt like we needed to contribute in order to, for us personally to feel satisfied and fulfilled instead of like what we thought other people like needed to see. You know, I redid my goals and I was like, I want right now I've got, I'm really grateful for my listenership. You guys are so loyal and the numbers are pretty consistent. I'm really grateful for that. And I'm really trying to get it up to a thousand listens per episode. And so like that's my goal for the next, I mean, I put it at six months and I didn't, and I want to also get some, a few sponsorships. And so that's my goals for the next six months. It's totally achievable. I don't feel a ton of stress. I do feel like I'm going to have to work, but I don't feel like I have this anxiety, if that makes sense, over that. And so, like, Josh, with me talking about that, do you see what I'm saying about you can have those goals and they're good, but it's just the way that you frame them that makes all the difference. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that makes a ton of sense. I think just looking at my goals and internalizing and realize like, okay, I want to achieve them for me and not to impress other people. Right. Like I want to be the most efficient, best person at my office because that's what I signed up to do. And that's kind of what I've promised my coworkers that I would do. Okay guys I need to take a break to tell you really quick about Zelm labs. 
They are my first official sponsor for the podcast. They are a CBD company. CBD is an oil that comes from hemp plant and it's used to improve sleep, reduce anxiety, and it helps muscle pain too. Um, I've been using it during the holidays to help reduce stress and seriously, I kid you not, it totally has helped me reduce my stress. Um, They have the oil dropper that I put under my tongue. They have the like little tablets that you can take and swallow with water. And then my favorite thing so far has been the lotion. This kind of lotion is kind of like that icy hot feel, but it's way better. It kind of burns like that peppermint feeling and also gives you a little bit of a uh, tingle. Especially love putting it on my shoulders. I carry a lot of like tension in my shoulders right by my neck and I just love it right there. It really is good for waking up in the morning too. So they are so nice and gave me a code for my listeners. I'm going to put the link in my show notes and when you check out just put ways to live to with the number two ways to live in all caps and you get 20% off at checkout. Right or I want to be in shape because I feel like that's the best benefit for me. That's what's going to make me healthy and happy rather than trying to impress the people around me, if that makes sense. And with that mindset, I feel like, one, I'll be more motivated to do it, but that also that it's something that will make me happier when I do achieve them because it's just for me and for no one else. Totally. It's really crazy because, you know, when you have those goals and then you do achieve them, there's always we're going to it's going to feel good for a bit but there's always going to be the next thing and so you have to like have a really good defined why of why you're doing those things and you have to make sure that it's something that's for yourself and not just for other people and that's when you're going to get the most satisfaction out of it okay so I guess the next part of all this is when when we talked about you know what do you want to contribute and then it was okay. So according to like the actions that you had next year, what, what do you think you valued most? Like what values did you have last year? Like just looking back, like you didn't plan these out, but it seems that you valued these certain things according to how you acted. And I said, I wrote down, it's really interesting. I valued comfort first. I was really trying hard to kind of, especially like even with my podcast or anything, like I almost did what I had to, to keep it going because I knew I wanted to do it. And I was putting effort into it, but I don't feel like I've really gone too far out of my comfort zone. And then, um, so yeah, comfort number one, validation number two, actually. So that's just part of me want being a people pleaser. But then the third was achievement. And um, when I said these things to Preston, my life coach, he said, so that's really interesting. Like you valued validation and then achievement. And he said, how is anyone going to get something done when they want validation first, but they also want to achieve? Like that is the recipe for stress, basically. Like if you want to be validated by other people and you also want to achieve it's, it's not, it's, it, it's just like you're punching yourself in the face. Like, (laughs) let me explain this a little bit better. So basically my, I valued like feeling value validated even higher than I valued achieving. And so being valued, validated was like the most important to me right after comfort. And so how was I, ever going to get anything done if like I just wanted to be valid validated but I also that made it so it was really scary for me to try to achieve stuff because 
you have to be vulnerable and not validated in order to achieve stuff. You have to put yourself out there and do things that you've never done before and that you don't know if people are going to validate you or not if you want to achieve something. So um, he just pointed out like you can't, you, you have to know when you go out on a limb and you're doing new things, like you can't know if you're going to be validated. You'll probably be validated by some people and you probably won't be validated by others. But growth happens in the non-comfort zone. It happens in vulnerability. And so it's really important. So it's really important to look back and see like, what have I been valuing this year? Like, do I really value that being validated by other people do I really value like was I valuing achievement too much maybe like and it caused me stress do I need to really figure out like okay if I if I value achievement like what else do I need to value like maybe you need to value compassion and having compassion on yourself when you don't achieve your goals um so yeah just like look at what you valued last year and then you know, look at your goals for this year and say, okay, what do I need to value this year in order to get this done? This is how you get yourself in the right mindset. So this year I said, okay, I'm going to value vulnerability. Um, Number one is going to be, I have to put myself out there and put myself on a limb. And it actually, it really scares me, but I'm, I'm ready to do it. And it's the time for me to do it. I can just, I feel that. And then the second thing I value I'm going to value this year's action action according to my goals like I need to start acting more and then the third thing I have is compassion because I know that I'm going to get rejected sometimes I know that things aren't going to go my way but I want to be compassionate with myself and know that I'm just growing as a human being and so and then the fourth thing I wanted to value was fun so you guys know on this podcast that I really like to have a variety of things because I know what can happen if you get too crazy about self-help and you're not balancing your life with fun and just stuff that's like, you know, reality TV or maybe it's like your hobby or funny conversations. Like those are such an asset to life along with your personal development and growth like you have to have those all those things if you want to keep it up it's the same thing with like a diet if you're on a strict diet with food forever like I just it's not going to last and you're not going to be very happy you've got to figure out a way to balance like sugar or you know the foods that you like at fast food you have to figure out a way to do like a little bit of the other things that you love or your life just won't feel as balanced. So that's really the mindset that I wanted to talk about today was basically just like I really, really wanted you guys to look at what did, what you felt like you needed to contribute to society or to your families in order to feel valued and just get that stress off your shoulders because it's just noise and it's coming from other people and from you know your subconscious thoughts about what you need to do and it's not true you need to look back and say okay what do I actually want to do like what do I actually want to contribute to society what do I actually want to contribute to my work or my family or whatever like what what do I want to do and I think that you know then from there you can 
make your goals and make your values for the year. I would really like highly suggest writing these things down, but I really hope that I can have, I've provided some sort of paradigm shift for you and helped you learn the kind of mindset that you need to be in, in order to achieve great things this year and really like get your goals done. Um, is there anything else you want to say? Sorry, I kind of just took over. Well, I was kind of deep. I was just sitting there thinking about like the values that I want to have and kind of what I want to do to be able to achieve my goals. And I think we should probably come back to me. I'd love to actually take some time to think about what values I want to have for the year because this isn't something that I just want to, <laughs> you know. I feel bad. I should have. No, this is good. I'm pumped. I'm like excited for this because I have my goals that I've set. Now I got to come up with the values that will help me achieve my goals. We promised you that we'd talk about The Bachelorette. So we're going to tell you what our thoughts and feelings were on Tasha and her pick. Just uh, just so you know, there will be a spoiler alert. So, I mean, hopefully you've already watched this. But, yeah, we'll, we're talking about Zach and Tasha and that whole thing. So I guess we'll just start with my thoughts. I, at first, it took me a while to warm up to Zach. It actually took me clear till I think, the... I think it was the homecoming episode when he went to her parents' house and he was talking to her dad. And I really, really loved when he was like talking to her dad and he was like, what did he say? He said, Tasha's been telling me about how you worked so hard and put her and saved and put her in private school and you were the ideal father and you worked so hard and, and you set the, you set the bar for me as a father and Tasha's told me that she wants her kids to have what she had and he basically thanked her dad for you know setting the bar so high and also told him how he was you know intimidated by that and but how he wanted to live up to it and I thought that was so sweet and just like the best comment ever to a dad that you could make I just see the dad like falling in love with Zach after he said that and there are a few other things that he said especially like his proposal I just thought like wow like he's really genuine he actually expresses himself really well and yeah I really liked him by the end it was really interesting <laughs> he was a stud honestly no from flipping Tasha's homecoming I, I love Zach I thought it was dope before then I had no clue what she saw in him. And I think they made it that way. Like, the producers made it that way. So everyone's guessing, like, okay, what is she seeing in this guy? Yeah, but you could tell that she was, like, most interested in Zach. We, like, I felt like we could start seeing that by when she went to go see his family. I was, we were like, oh, man, like, she really likes Zach. And anyway, something else interesting about Zach so Josh has always commented on like his shoes. If you'd notice, like he always has an interesting shoe choice, but according to Josh, he has, you know, really expensive shoes like his Tra Travis Scott shoes that are a thousand dollars, I guess, for just like that pair of shoes. And I was listening to Tasha actually has a podcast called Clickbait. And Zach was on there with her and she was saying that you can rarely ever find Zach in comfortable clothes. Like he's always dressed up and like really likes to look nice and kind of is a fashionista. So yeah, basically Zach likes looking nice. So that's something <laughs> that I learned about him and I think it's fun. 
And I also looked at his Instagram and like, this guy is very motivated. Like he's ran a million marathons. I did not know that. They did not talk, talk about that at all. Like, and I thought it was really cool that he's been sober from his addiction for like nine years and has a addiction uh, <laughs> addiction recovery program. Just really, really cool. He seems like an awesome guy and they seem so happy. I love seeing them on their Instagram stories. I love that they're doing that. I feel like I haven't seen that before um, as much with other bachelor couples. So yeah, this is cool. Also, um oh yeah we are so stoked for matt james um it starts monday night so you might have already seen it but we're really excited matt james has never been in bachelor nation before so we don't know what we're getting he's you know he got in basically because he's tyler cameron's best friend which i love bachelor nation for switching it up like that and probably only because it's tyler cameron's best friend tyler cameron is like you know he they say that besides hannah brown like he is the number one most popular person in bachelor nation so um yeah we love tyler brown and tyler brown tyler tyler cameron i mean oh that's funny all right cool well josh and i i think we're gonna sign off is there anything else you wanted to say about matt james i'm just excited and nessa has a mad crush on tyler c so <laughs> So anytime I talk about him, Josh is like, no, shut up. No, I love Tyler Cameron. I think he's awesome. Like, not only is he good looking, but he seems like a good guy. Although, I do wonder, like, do you think he's getting a little too full of himself? I realize he just came out with, like, a a copy, a book with, like, his, or is he just smart? You know, his face is, like, right on the front. He knows that this is what the girls want. And then he, like, has this merch now that's, like, him with his shirt off and, like, Stuff like that, you know? What do you think? Well, he's making money off of it, so if I looked that good, I would probably do the same thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, well, judge us if you want to or not on this whole Bachelor conversation, but it's something fun for us to talk about. And, yeah, we hope that you guys have a great week. Let me know if you like this episode. Please give me a rating and a review on my podcast. It helps so, so much and just helps me get noticed more and find new listeners. And yeah, love you guys so much. Go have an amazing week. You're the best. This is Vanessa and Josh with another Way to Live. See ya.